This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Ah, uh, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous or me at Cartoon Therapy. If you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous podcast, this is a call and advice show where I give total strangers my unprofessional advice. I'm not a therapist, right? But I like to help people. Uh, I'm not professional in any way, shape, or form. I sometimes scream at people. I rarely scream at people. On this podcast, I scream at somebody. <laughs> but that's how unprofessional I am. Um... Uh, so if you're like looking, cause if you're looking for advice and your friends don't listen, want to listen to anymore, uh, if you have a secret life or a naughty life that you want to talk about, I also have all those kind of people on my show. Uh, you can be on the show. Just click on, be on the show <laughs> on strictlyanonymouspodcast.com or send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Does that make sense? I don't remember what I just said, but I think it was all good. Um, what else? If you want to buy my book, I wrote and drew a book. It's like a graphic novel. It's basically stick figures. There's a cat that talks and the cat's really fucking funny. And the stories are just ridiculous because they're just like really ship stories that got, went really bad. Like every single one of them is a horrifying nightmare. And everyone in the book is a fucking mess except for the cat, like I said. <laughs> um, but that's my book. You can buy Click on my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Click on buy the book and you can buy my book there. 
Uh, if you want to be on my show, I said that. I'm just going to write, oh, if you can write a review, write a review or, you know, give me some ratings for my show. That kind of shit always helps. And thanks for the to the people that are listening to this and do it. Um, today, I'm on a girl named Shelly. And this was like the most, I had to edit the shit out of this podcast because there was like a lot of uh, parts to this podcast because this girl wrote in. She was a listener of the show and she had what she called like a non boyfriend, her non. That's what people, not just her, all of her friends would call it too. Because like for a year, she was like with this guy. And I'm sure a lot of people could relate to this. I certainly can. Um, she had this relationship with a guy where they did like everything except like have sex. And they were so like sort of intermingled, like fucking married, right? And she really liked him. And but he wasn't like sleeping with her. And she didn't really know like what the deal was. Like, is this ever going to like get off the ground? to become a relationship she was definitely like into him and she thought he was into her but there was a lot of mixed messages going on right that's like a typical fucking story like she's not the only one like I said I've been there done that I know a lot of other people of my friends that have been in that situation and I'm sure a lot of you who listen to the show can relate um so we did her story when she wrote in she needed help because she was like at the point where she still didn't know what the fuck was going on right this guy like her was he ever going to pull the trigger and bang her and turn this into a relationship did he have another girl on the side because she heard shit about that like we didn't know right but i told her like you need to find out right and she did like right after we hung up the phone like this girl got on it she was ready i think because a lot of times when people call into my show to talk about like a problem that they're having that they need answers like they go they finally get up the courage to go and get those answers themselves so i always get people emailing me right after like they fucking found out and i was like let's come back on the show so we could have like a beginning middle and end of the story on the same podcast instead of me waiting like a week or three weeks from now and doing a whole nother show with her I decided to have her call back in and talk about the results of that conversation with him when she went to him and said hey what the fuck is going on do you have another girl or was this ever getting off the ground and that kind of stuff what was interesting about this whole story because I talked to her once and then a couple weeks went by she told me she got a resolution but she was going away so we did the podcast a couple weeks and she told me some stuff on the second podcast that I was like wait a second when I went back and listened to the first podcast I'm like I put like things together that like I didn't notice or put together when I spoke with her those two times because we spoke so far in between. Take notice when you listen to her describe the type of girls that her friend with, you know, her non-boyfriend, she explains like the type of girls that would be in and out of his house that she knew he dated before her. And then remember what she's, how she describes them. And then listen to the second part of the podcast when she calls back in and tells you what happened with that guy. And then talk about a little backstory on her. That's when I yell at her. I scream at her like she's like my best friend. <laughs> and that count sounds kind of backwards. Like, why do you scream at your friends and not people you don't know? But that's, isn't that always the way? Like, we just, we're more of ourselves with people that we're close with. <laughs> but at one point, I really yell at her because she wasn't listening. But it's really, the whole thing is fascinating. Like I said, you get a beginning, a middle, and an end. You find out exactly what happened, what was going on with this guy behind the scenes and all that kind of stuff. And then you find out some other stuff about Shelly and just about these kind of relationships in general. I know a lot about them because like I said, I've been Shelly like a million times. So I totally can relate to her. And I think that if I can relate to her and she's her, then there's probably thousands and millions of other people that I could fucking relate. So sit back, relax and enjoy my episode with Shelly. Oh, but wait, so just at the end, like I edit it weird, like right after she says she's going to go ask that guy, I sort of end it and then you'll hear the second part, like right after a short little intro and then you get that. So just stick with it. Okay. I'll be right back on with Shelly. Do you have a story? 
lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, Shelly. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm fine, Kathy. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming on. I love these kinds of calls because they're just like regular problems that I think a lot of people have. And I think sometimes people think I don't like these kind of problems on my show because a lot of my episodes are about SEX, right? And that just happened kind of by accident. I love those stories too, but I just really like to give people advice and help people with their problems and like analyze things. So I love like regular dating guy girl stuff as well because that's like what I do right and I've had so many fucked up relationships and your story is kind of I think it's kind of like the situation that I've been in it's a situation okay that one of my previous callers was in named Chance right you listen to episode 143 and I'm just going to give a little backstory real quick this is about a guy who was like in love with his best friend and they had like this whole relationship that was like To me, I was like, it's so obvious she likes you. Like, they were doing everything except, like, fooling around, right? But it just seemed like they were, like, dating, but they were not dating. I think you call your guy, like, your non-boyfriend, right? He's my non, yeah. My, all my friends, um, okay, I'm a guy girl. I just gravitate towards guys. Uh Uh-huh. And so most of my close friends are guys. Right. And they have started referring to him as non Right. So you're in a non-relationship and like, give me all the backstory before I could give you my opinion of what's going on. All right. So I'm going to call him Scott. Yeah. Scott and Um, Shelly. I like that. Okay. Yeah. So Scott um, and I are neighbors. Okay. So it kind of gets even a little bit odder. Your cousins? Um, No. (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, But it it just, because we're neighbors, it makes it more difficult I think at times Mm -hmm. so we're neighbors and I I've lived in the same complex as him for three years and he was there before me and we were never really friends we would say hi to each other and whatnot but um last February so this has just been going on for a little over a full year Mm -hmm. so last February I filed for divorce from my how old are you Shelly I am 47. Oh my God. No, you I'm 48. Like I'm 22. So weird. <laughs> I'm, I would have I'm pegged 40. you at, like, just by your voice, because I don't know anything about you. I would have pegged you at, like, 23 years old by your voice. It's, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm actually, I just turned 48. So, okay, cool. Um, I got divorced. Re- filed for, yeah. for divorce from my second husband, and I started talking to this guy because I've, I've, I think he's attractive, and. I wanted to get to know him a little bit better, and mm-hmm. you know I'm single, so I'm like, hey, well. Um, how old were you? How long I, were you married for? Well, that was my second husband. We were married for five years, but oh. we had been together for a total of twelve. But I have also known him since we were nine years old. That first, that <laughs> husband. Yeah. Okay. That what husband. about the guy before him? How long were you married with him? We were married fifteen years. Mm-hmm before him so um you know I've I've only been in a couple long-term relationships right, right. okay you go from since, one long since thing my to another? first yeah since mm-hmm. my first marriage but you know in between I fucked around um right you know I it's not like I've 
I just don't, I prefer to have somebody around. There's something wrong with that. Um, I think people are just like one way or the other. And I don't think either one is right or wrong, right? Some people are just relationship people and some people are more single people. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think, yeah. It's, and I don't think it's right or, like I said, I don't think it's right or wrong. I have friends that are relationship people. They go from one long term relationship into another. They just don't do single well or not, inter- you know, and I think yeah. that that's fine for them. That's who they well, are. Well, I had. My ex-husband and my second ex-husband and I had been separated for about six months. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, I figured it was time. And, um, and start talking to this guy. Start talking to Scott. Mm-hmm. And I made it really clear at the beginning, you know, hey, I really, I like you. And I, you know, I'd, I'd like to, you know, see what happens between us. Right. Um, so there was no pretext of, hey, let's be friends, and then I'm trying to move in on them. Or okay, anything. that's good. You went right in like, this is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Right. Okay, because that's cool. Honesty is like the core basis of having a good friend or mm-hmm. having any type of relationship. You have to be honest. And Totally. Um, I think that if it's if it's not worth being honest with somebody, then it's just not even worth it. Right. Yeah, but you know, a lot of people don't subscribe to that. But anyway, and you're older. <laughs> you're not 23, even though you sound I've, like you're 23. I've made yeah. those mistakes already yeah, in exactly. my life. You know. Exactly. Exactly. Um. And so he's he just turned 38. So mm-hmm. there's some difference in age there. And what's his backstory though, real quick? Like, was he ever married before? Or has he just been you single? Know, he, what's his deal? Yeah, he got married um, right out of high school mm-hmm. and was married for like about a year. And then uh, he has a 11-year-old daughter with somebody he was with for about six years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not been married Ever since I've seen the women he dates over the course of like the previous two years, yeah, and so I think I'm thinking to myself, part of this this may be that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not broken anymore, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I am definitely not bringing any drama to the table mm-hmm. as far as you know, because from getting to know him over the course of the year, I've, I've gotten to learn that he kind of goes for these women that are really unavailable. Yeah. That's a uh-huh, problem. Um, mm-hmm. Fresh out of relationships or still kind of like foot, one foot in a relationship type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, because it, it's easy, you don't have to really worry about a commitment. Yeah, of course. There's a lot of right. That's really what the what it comes down to. I mean, that's really yeah. what's going on with somebody like that. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, I think that's part of the problem here. But, but then a lot of times more. people are operating like that, like subconsciously. Do you understand? Like they don't really know that that's what they're doing. And, exactly. You know, but they're doing that, right? They think that exactly. they're ready. They think that they're looking. They think that they want a relationship, but they probably don't on some level because they're not meeting people that they can have a relationship with, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I go into it and, you know, straight up, hey, I'm interested in you. I wasn't even, you know, yeah, I want to be friends with them, but it wasn't like, hey, let's be friends. Yeah, yeah, that's um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we started hanging out and... Um, so, like, did he take you on a date? Like, I mean, if you come off, like, if you're straight up with him like that straight from the beginning, so you guys are hanging out, like, as a well, date or, like, how did it start? You out? know, we would hang around, hang out, like, we both smoke, so we'd you know, smoke together and we get to know each other and we'd go out on the weekends and, you know, go fishing or hiking or, you know, do, do different kind of couple friends type of things, you know, not really date date type of things. 
Mm-hmm. But um, so, so he no- was pretty. He was pretty straight up with me. He's like, "Well, yeah, you know, I want to take it slow, and you know, I'm trying to break patterns too because I usually just jump right in." And and I'm like thinking, "Great, this is wonderful because I don't want to just jump into something else either because I have a tendency to do that, mm-hmm, right?" <laughs> and and then I end up miserable and hating somebody because I don't know them and it's not really where I want to be. Right. But, um, but there's two ways to jump in and to not jump in. Like one thing is like, I don't jump in like sexually. And one thing is I don't jump in emotionally. A lot of times little guys will be like, I don't want to jump in, but they still like, fuck you. Right. And then they're just like, I don't like have, but I'm not having a relation. I'm not going to get emotionally invested. Right. But is this guy like, you know, make, are you guys like making out and all this stuff in the beginning and fooling around? You know, not, we were really flirty and, um, well, you know, like touch, you know, like touch and, and we'd flirt and, you know, kind of cuddle and, and kind of, you know, (laughs) kind of cuddle, but not like, not like sexual cuddle, but just like. That's a little right. Squeeze up against each other when we're walking and yeah, yeah. that's weird. Um, so I'm thinking, okay, wonderful. He, you know, he's being honest about what he wants, and, and I'm being honest. And about two, two and a half months later, he starts bringing me around his daughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's totally cool. because, And that's one of the things I respected is that he's like, I don't bring anybody around my kid unless I'm sure that I want the, that person in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is really cool mm-hmm. because it gives your kid – the wrong impression when you when you just bring a whole bunch of random people around you know right. and it's confusing for a young one so about two months later he starts bringing me around the kid and i'm like wow this is awesome i guess yeah gr- girls are, i guess like, this is progressing girls, yeah girls are always looking for those little signs that like exactly right. so that's a definite so, sign right as a girl that like oh he's taking he wants he really he must really like me he's introducing me to his yeah. daughter it's serious yeah, so, well, and during this time, because we don't have any kind of relationship at all, I have, you know, a friend with benefit, and... So, the um, whole time, you, you still have not, so this is two, we're up to two months into it, right, even though this is a yeah. year-long thing, right, but at this two-month yeah. mark, okay, you're telling me that you're doing all this we, stuff, but you not, have not even gotten to first base. No, we, and still not... I know, I know that. Okay, because I saw your email. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just trying to Still roll out the story a little slow, but I mean, Still like, not. Um, yeah, that's a little weird. So yeah, <laughs> so you know, and every he works graveyards, I work days, so it works out. We have a lot of time to eat to ourselves, whatnot. And every morning we we text together, and we text you know before he goes to work, and um you know, see each other after I get off work and before he goes to work and on the weekends, we're Mm -hmm. both off and Mm -hmm. and we'd hang out and um, I'm thinking, great, kid, cool. Yeah, that's too many meeting his kid, right. But do you ever, because you're (laughs) saying you're so, I'm sorry, let me just ask you this real quick. Because you say you're so honest, you guys are so honest with each other, you put that in your email, you know what I mean? And you're like, so... Uh But like at some point, two months into it, or like as it's moving along, are you being honest and saying like, how come you haven't fooled around with me? Like, does that conversation ever happen? When does that happen? That conversation happened multiple times. Like, 
I, I'm like, I just don't understand what is going on. Where are we going? You know, I tried to not not really define the relationship, but get a grip on where we were going. Are well, what we did he just say when going he said, why haven't we pulled around? Um, he says, well, you've become such a good friend to me that I just don't want to ruin that friendship with sex. And oh, I'm like, oh, that's the weird. That's like, I, we got to dig deep into that line uh, right there. <laughs> that's not, oh, <laughs> tell me. So I'm like, okay. And he's like, but you know, I, I want to be your friend. And, and I'm thinking, okay, he just doesn't actually know what he wants. So things, things keep on going. We keep on hanging out and I'm pretty much a staple at his house, his kid, you know, I mean, for yes. all intents and purposes, people think we're a couple mm-hmm. because we eat meals together. I am at his house. We go mm-hmm. places together. Um, his daughter even asked us, are you guys dating? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and we're like, it, and he goes, we're still seeing what happens. We're getting to know each other and we're, we're still seeing what happens. I guess at some point he has decided that he doesn't want a relationship with me period um because i i've one day i broke down and i just texted him which is the most horrible way to do this shit because you you read into texts and it's wrong but ah mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. I texted him, him and I'm like, I just need to know, what is so repulsive about me that you are not attracted to me? Because it's, it, for me, it was, I had this huge, like, just feeling of being rejected. Yeah, women always feel, because, because listen, most guys would bang anybody, right? So when a guy doesn't want to fool around with you, you're like, what's wrong with me? Exactly. And, <laughs> and meanwhile, I have this, this friend with benefits that's knocking on my door every two days, right, you know, right, and I'm right, like, right. and he's telling me how great I am and blah, blah, blah. And so you send this so, really ridiculous email that's so bad yeah. that any friend would be like, throw your phone out the window before you send that text. But you did. And we all exactly. Like that. You can't I know. That. And you're like, oh, can't yeah. pull it back. Yeah. Um, and then what does he say? He says, he says, he didn't, he did not reply. And he picked me up from work later that day and he, we're driving and he goes, I didn't reply because I want to tell you. <laughs> and I'm all, okay, I'm thinking this is going to suck, right? right? He goes, it's not that I haven't thought about it and I do find you attractive, 
but you're such a good friend to me. You're my best friend. I don't want to lose that. And I'm thinking, who doesn't want a relationship with their best friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. That, that you can have, like, the best of both worlds. You can have a best friend and you have somebody that likes to do the same things as you, that you talk to. We have worked on our communication. I, I swear to God, if, if either one of us was as respectful and honest and decent to our previous partners, we wouldn't even be friends right now. Right. Because mm-hmm. we wouldn't have been single to be friends. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I've gotten that out of this relationship. I, I, I see how just working at communication ha- is really worth it. And right. Mm-hmm. Instead of just blowing up and getting mad. I mean, we have our little, little tiffs and here's the thing we both feel horrible. Like our worlds are going to end because he'll be like, I'm so sorry. I, I feel horrible when we fight and I can't stand not talking to you. And just so many mixed signals like that, because it's like, you don't, I get tips with my other friends and I don't feel like my world's going to end. Yeah, no, that's you know what I mean. I don't feel like I'm losing something because they're my friend and I, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, but I feel like when we fight or we have an argument that doesn't, that we don't resolve right away. Like I think the longest was just about a week ago. Um, we had this argument that lasted for like two days and I'm like, fuck you. I'm fuck you. I'm just not even going to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Right. But it was miserable and he felt the same. Right. So, um, anyways, so he tells me this and I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to come to terms with it. I'm not repulsive. Um, and I know you're going to ask, okay, so I think when I feel good about myself, I think I'm like an eight. And when I feel horrible about myself, <laughs> right, I yeah. think I'm like a five. Right, right, right. Okay. And I, I wonder like... why, you know, why, right, how right. can anybody ever love me or like me or right. think I'm pretty, right? But I think all girls right? have that, right? Like when you're, yeah. you have a great hair day and everything's like perfect and all the stars align, you know, that's mm-hmm. your And then there's so many other days where you just feel like, oh my God, I look like shit. Oh my God. I think that's very Can normal. I just stay under my bed? Yeah. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you so, just have to mention, though, there is one thing where you were bisexual, right? And you said that you did tell him, yeah. that, right? And you thought, like, oh, maybe he got turned off or weirded out. Like, when did you tell him and what well, was his reaction like? Okay, so um, that's the thing is I told him that before he started saying, well, I don't want to lose your friendship. We're but such what good did he friends. say and when did you tell him and what what is your bi what does it mean by you being bisexual? Does that mean that you bring girls into your relationship? Does that mean like that you like to see girls on the side when the guy's not around? Like what is what did that mean and what was the I Okay, so um, my ex husband and I have had threesomes. Mm-hmm. I am not object to that, but you have to be in a really secure place to do that. Uh-huh. It's not like I would just start bringing girls home to a new relationship um, right to you a new relationship did do it yeah after you're with each other for yeah. a while uh-huh yeah yeah and i'm i wouldn't be objectionable to like if i met somebody at a bar mm-hmm. and i would go home with her or right. both of them you know <laughs> so um but i'm not out actively looking for a girlfriend um i don't mind messing around with girls mm-hmm. I actually like it um mm-hmm. and sometimes crave it sometimes it's all about the dick right. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so um I, we, were, 
yeah, we were watching a movie or something, and I'm like, God, she's hot, right? And he kind of looked at me, and I'm all, yeah, I go both ways. <laughs> and he goes, I kind of, he goes, I kind of sensed that or something like that. And I'm like, okay, well, come to find out, he's, like, from what he said, like, oh, my daughter better not be gay and, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, so you, what is your problem? Because there's not actually anything wrong with it. He's a redneck. Okay. Right. <laughs> he's just, he's just one of those guys. It, it's mm-hmm. not something he believes in. But I think at that point, there was some kind of turning switch for him that kind of made me less attractive. You think? If that makes sense. You think? I think. I think. Mm-hmm. You don't know though, right? I don't know for sure. It's like what, I never ever asked him about it. Let me ask you this though. Did you think after you told him, like right afterwards, did you think, oh, maybe I shouldn't have told him he seemed weirded out and he might not like me now? Or did you no, think that I didn't so think many that. months later when you were like, when he was giving you all these weirdo mixed messages and you started to like go back and try to peg like what changed, what I, you could have done that changed things. And that's when you thought, oh, maybe it was that. That's exactly what it is, yeah. Kathy. That's yeah, exactly that's, that's, how yeah. I came to that. That um, yeah, you're theory. trying to figure out where did I go wrong? What did I do to make him sort of because? And what's happening is because you're just like sort of taking this scenario and you're sort of analyzing it as if he's like a normal guy, and he's not. He might be gay. I um, think. Well, okay. So my friend with benefits and my other guy friends yeah who i who i talk to and mm-hmm. we talk about they're like what's going on with non you know and i'm like i don't know and all of them are like you know do you think he's gay yeah and, and i'm all i don't know i don't think so but it's very possible yeah totally um and to bring that uh, that little theory home i was talking to a guy friend of his yeah that they're no longer friends, and I, I became friends with him over the last year. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to this guy, and I'm, I'm like, you know, my guy friends think that he might be gay, mm-hmm. and they're, they're all what? So this guy tells me that earlier on in the year, there was a apparently a girl he met on Plenty of Fish that was in a relationship with him, according to the Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. And um, this guy's like, didn't you see that on his Facebook page? And I'm like, no, I don't stalk people's Facebook pages. Personally, I hate Facebook and I, right, I don't. Right, you're not into serial, I, like uh, social media yeah. and stuff like that, right? So you didn't yeah. know, but supposedly he was in a relationship? It's, that's, what we, that's what this guy says. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when he would have time because he's with me every day of the week. And apparently this girl lives... Like about an hour away from us. Mm-hmm. Well, he so, could be having the same relationship with her that he is with you. Like he could be having another non, a long distance non. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I hadn't considered that. I mean, I don't know how your mind is so different than mine. I mean, like once I got that information, I'd be on Facebook. And, like I did. Totally. I did. Kathy. Oh, okay. Oh, I okay. did. Okay. I was gonna be like, you didn't even I go did look because, after that <laughs> because we were at the lake, and his daughter goes, "Hey." Uh, I'm not going to say her name, yeah. but hey, so-and-so just texted you. And he goes, oh, she says hi, by the way. And I'm all, and I'm just standing there and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to react. 
I, I'm not going to say anything, but then I had this other piece of information and I, so I went on his page, yeah. <laughs> looked her up and it, it says in a relationship with Scott so-and-so and I'm all, what the fuck? Okay. Well, yeah. Did you say something to him about that after the dialogue? No, I haven't said anything. this happen? This just happened about two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Because I was going to be like, you should throw that word honest out of the uh, situation where um, you talk about your big relationship with this guy because it's not honest. I know. Not like, oh my God, I, I found out you're in a relationship and you haven't confronted him about it because well, that see, would be something you should say. Like, what the fuck? I think I have, I mentioned it in my email. I am like trying to manipulate it into, see, and this is me being not honest. I'm trying to manipulate it into a situation where I can be like, "Who is this chick? She popped up on my Facebook page." And, right, you, and don't wanna, you, wanna, you don't want to. You don't want to share. Yeah. You just went and looked. But I, who cares? Yeah, I think you should just let. Me know. <laughs> who cares? Yeah, you know, yeah, you should be like, I tried, checked it out. It says she's in a relationship. Who cares? I spent so many years of my life, like, sort of covering up like and not sort of saying like how I felt or something just to appear quote unquote cool or I don't know what it was you know but it was out of insecurity because like really like you just be fucking honest be like what the fuck is this like I, I found it well, and I looked on her Facebook page because it came up like you know yeah honestly and that's, that's what normal kind of what do. I'm gonna do and uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking I'm gonna do hey this chick popped up as uh like somebody I may want to be friends with and um Oh, who cares? You can even say I looked her up. Who cares? Like, I'm well, because, sorry. Like, it doesn't even because, matter. You, you just be because, like, it says that she's in a relationship with you. Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. He's, at yeah. that point, he should be so more concerned about how he's going to explain that away than worrying about how you found out. Do you know what I'm saying? He's That's the weirdo true. in this situation. It's not weird that you went and looked. It's weird that that whole situation is going on, that he hasn't fucked you. That he's weird for I so know. many more reasons than who cares if you say that you went and found this out. That's what everybody does nowadays. I know. So you should. And it's just, I mean, and it was like such a weird. I really wish you had that did. information of what he would say. To, listen, I don't real honestly. I have to say, I will let you know. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because I'm, listen, wait, stop, listen. I'm just going to tell you really quick, okay? And I know that I'm right about this. It doesn't matter <laughs> when you go back. I know what you're waiting for. You're waiting for a definite black or white answer from this guy. You're waiting for him to say, I am never going to be with you. I'm not attracted to you. Or I want to be in a relationship. Do you know what I mean? Or you want something to happen. Like you want to find out that he's gay. Or like a, something clear cut. Yes. You just know for sure you could walk on. But most likely, I would say 99.99999% chance you're not going to ever get that from this guy kind of person okay you're gonna tell him i found this girl out and it says she's in a relationship but he's gonna give you the most ridiculous explanation that's gonna make you just as confused as you were before do you understand <laughs> it's not gonna be exactly. like the end of the he's not gonna say okay you're right i've been fucking her i'm in a really and i was just stringing you along like that's not gonna happen do you understand it's not gonna happen and you don't know. And I, what I really believe, okay, is that he's probably doing the same weirdo thing with her. Like, did you look at her pictures? Did you look like, does it, do you see any pictures yeah, of them together? No, I don't. Right. He likes like weird, he likes like fake relationships. So how great is it? He probably he text messages her all day long and does the same shit with her. But he, and he sees you like, you know, some people that have a fear of commitment get a girlfriend in like five different people. And there might be somebody else that if he's not gay, he's, there's someone else that he's actually having sex with. Cause where does he get laid? Like, how does he get well, laid? See, and that's the thing. Yeah. I, and, and I even, well, and I even said to him, um, about six months ago, I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm cheating on you when I see 
my fuck buddy. And he says, I feel the same way. How did the friend that's not his friend, right, but how did his friend who's not his friend know that he's dating a girl? Is it just because she... This was... They were still friends at that time. Okay. And did he ever they, meet the girl? Did you question the no, relationship? No. He thought it was a little bit weird because because this was kind of just, he met her supposedly on Plenty of Fish, and all of a sudden it pops up on his Facebook page. And this guy seems to think that, that Scott was telling him this, so um, his friend would be the bad guy and tell me that he was in a rela- Scott was in a relationship. To get me to back off. That's what his theory <laughs> is. I know. Uh, and I'm like, this is like so much drama. And yeah. Yeah. This is I think it, making it's what just, you're doing to yourself right I, now. I think it is. And it's very unhealthy. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like, um, you know, I'm leaving for Florida in two weeks to see one of my friends. And I will be gone for a week. And it's going to be like total, like no contact I, if you text me, I'll text you back, hey, or whatever, but I'm not going to reach out to him while I'm gone. You're trying um, to use it as like a sort of a, a line in the uh, sand at that point, like you're going away, maybe I, it's going to be over then for you? Yeah, and or you're going to notice you miss me and you want me in your life, but you're going to have to make some kind of decision as to exactly how you want me in your life, and if it's just as a friend... Well, he's this, told you it's, he just wants you as a friend. I know, but like, okay, so yesterday he's like hey i'll pick you up after work and i'm all hey that would be cool and then about an hour later he's like i'm so excited to pick you up from work today <laughs> right i know You're, i've had i've had guys dork. like that and then they'll be like but i don't like you but it's like i do yeah. i want to do everything for you i want to cook for you i want to uh, yeah. spend all my time with you i want to cuddle on the couch with you i want but exactly. i don't like you. And, <laughs> and like i walk so 10 good. miles a day because i have to otherwise i just start feeling like a, a blob uh-huh. and so he goes I really don't like it when you're out walking at night when it's you know 11 o'clock at night and I'm not around mm-hmm. because it's not safe and I'm like oh that's really a protective thing to do mm-hmm. or to to think and so you know there's it's all these, these mixed little signals. things that happen yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's like these mixed signal like kind of semi-boyfriend things that Right, but it's like where you focus. And like, listen, I i mean, I'm one to talk because if any of my friends were listening to this podcast, they'd be like, Kathy, you're like this girl a million times. At least she got married before. Like, I've never even done that. You know what I mean? And you're capable of having 10-year relationships. I've never had more than two. And then all my other relationships were like with fucked up people. I have a whole book about it. But like, you know, I. but I think that like what's in these situations, if I wasn't me and what people would tell me and what I'm telling you, it's so easy to see these situations more clearly when you're not in them is that like... Like, oh, I know. Focusing, like, I mean, there's a lot of things that give you your answer on the oh. other side of things, too. You know what I mean? He doesn't yeah. have sex with you. He has some fake relationship with somebody else. He's told you to your his, your face. He just wants to stay friends. It's like, you know, what are you yeah, listening but- to? You know, why is some part of you listening to the mixed oh, messages more than you're listening to the message of like, even if like this guy is like not available and not probably ready emotionally or, available or period i don't yeah, think that's what i mean i mean well see and that's why i think part of me it's just a sick twisted challenge that now i've put myself out there for because i Could just want to be. be able to say i just want to be able to say you know no 
I'm, I'm sorry. Right. I don't think or it'll you work. You know the point. Oh, well, I've seen. I had a friend that played that fucking game that you're playing with some guy that didn't want her for years and years. And she was always like, you know, she had her own issues. And then she finally got the guy. And let me tell you, she did. And when she got the guy, she got him to move from another thing. He, she got, and she got him to like end his whole life and move and give up oh his job. And, everything. and then the minute he got there, she's like, she looked at him and he was just like so ugly and unattractive. And like, I don't know. She just saw him eating a pickle one day. And I, I always made jokes about that because it was like that pickle moment. Like where, and she just didn't like him anymore. And I was like, that's because like you finally had him. Like you're, t-, and she made him do all that. And then she like broke up with him. And like that guy, I was I'm like, not going to be that cruel. I'm really well, not going to be that cruel. You can't be that cruel because you're not in that thing. But it's like to do that though is coming from a whole other place where it's just like, what a waste of time. I know, I know. And that, see, and part of me is like, that is a waste of time. Um, but then at the other hand, the other part, the reason, the reasons that, okay, wholeheartedly, I know this, this is just, I should just be like, okay, we're friends, but we spend so much time together that it seems like it's more of a friendship a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And it's that part of it that I don't want to let go. Right, because uh, if it fills you up, and maybe like you don't really realize it, or on some level, but, but maybe it, that's all. Like, like that little part that he fills up is enough for you right now in your life. And if you weren't trying for him to like you more, it would be okay if you just accepted the fact that he gives you what he gives you, and how great is that? And you could have sex with somebody else while you look for like a real boyfriend at the same time. Everything yeah, but see, at fine. the same time, it's taking me out of the place where I totally. am actively looking for a right because you're spending all your relationship because I'm spending all of my time. So this week break that I'm going on, you know, it's I think going to be good because it's going to be one of those moments where, like, he went out of town a couple of weekends ago overnight, and like he comes back and he's like, I. He where texted he me on his way back. Wait, where did he, he go? went out of town? He went out of town. To where? He had a. Um, I can't tell you where to give away. He went. Oh, um, for work or something? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. It was. It was had to do with work. So okay. Because like, um, how do you know he didn't go visit that girl wherever she lived? Well, I don't. I yeah. don't. He could have been yeah. lying. And yeah. see, and that's the other part is that. I don't really want to know that he's lying. Page of like them together or anything? No, there's none. No, there's no pictures of them together. Right. So I kind of think that that his friends theory that it was just it's like it was a sham thing but it still says she's in a relationship with him so yeah but who would do I, that what kind of friend and she texts him I know. so they know each other so she he has a friend that's closer because he's good friends with you and he does care about you right so he's going behind your back what a kind of friend is I know to another and see, girl and that's, and that's part of me is like if I find out he's been lying about about this and I'll I I just it will hurt yeah, but what you don't understand is there's like a lot of dishonesty besides that going on. And like I said, I don't know that he knows how dishonest he's being, but there's a lot of dishonesty in this honest relationship of yours. You know, uh, I mean? I, you know and now on. that I'm talking to you and I do see that there is a lot of it. Yeah. Right. But this is what you have to know about yourself, Shelly. Listen to this. Okay. Just listen to this. We've spent a lot of time talking about him. He's not on the podcast, so I can't get into his head, though I could I, I could 
gauge what kind of person he is. It's kind of obvious. Like I said, I don't know that he's definitely gay. He could be straight and being fucking somebody else, or he could just be someone that isn't in touch with his sexual feelings because he's got these commitment issues. You know, I don't really know. He could be into yeah. kids. You know what You're I'm right. saying? It's gross. Like you, you know, you, don't, you never gross, know. But okay, he, you don't know. He could have diabetes and not be able to get hard, so he's not in. You know, you don't know, right? These things could exist. There's a lot of things we don't know that, but what we could do is analyze you a little bit out of him you know like because at the end of the day you have to say to yourself like what is it about you that has decided to sort of play this game for the past year right like where are you at how available are you for a real relationship coming off of two divorces right and two long-term relationships that ended right six Mm -hmm. months after you meet this guy you think that you're ready for a relationship but obviously you weren't because you didn't attract yourself to somebody that was you attracted yourself to this kind of guy right and you stayed and you stayed I think somebody that was looking for a real relationship after the guy didn't try to make out with her even after two months like like, they'd be like see you later right they would go to somebody that was going to fulfill them and the and give them everything right but you stayed there's nothing wrong with this right I'm just trying to let you see that you're not being so honest with yourself and where you're at either probably whereas if you were you'd give yourself a break you look at the situation for what it was and and be okay with you know what you did and maybe you're not in that same place it's a year later like maybe now you're getting to the point that you're so aggravated by it because you're getting more ready for another real relationship the next real relationship you're going to have since your divorce but you probably yeah. aren't really maybe ready for it six months after you divorced your yeah. husband so this guy set up the perfect sort of half <laughs> relationship for you because that's probably all you were available for too. Yeah, and now I want more and it's just not working anymore for me and I I think that this vacation's coming at a good time and I think what I'm going to do is I'm just I'm going to confront Scott with the hey who's this chick? Why is say she's in a relationship with you and why weren't you honest with me about it? So that's where I'm going to end this part of the podcast. And I'm just going to get, I'm just going to edit in what went down. Okay. What I cut out of this uh, podcast was what I predicted. What I said right after she said that she was going to confront him, I predicted that he would give her some like bullshit sort of fuzzy answer, right? Kind of like their fuzzy relationship. He'd be very gray about it, neither here nor there, because he wanted to keep her around in her neither here nor there relationship. Um, She confronted him right after we spoke and sent me an email telling me what happened. I was like, oh, wow. And then I was like, you want to come back and talk about it? And she said, yeah, I'm going to Florida. So we're like, let's get go to Florida, come back and let's talk about it. And that's what we did. Okay, so now stay tuned for the end of this story. You're going to find out exactly what happened and whether this relationship was real or fake, whether he had a girlfriend or not, and whether they're ever going to wind up together. Okay? Stay tuned. Ah, mm, The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hey, Shelly. How are you? Hi. 
Hi. I'm good. Thanks so, for having me back. So let's hear what happened, right? You confronted him, asked him about that long, you know, that long distance yeah. girl. And what did he say? Um, well, to his credit, he didn't deny it. I could have sworn he was going to, right? I thought he'd give you some no, bullshit I, answer. I was prepared for that because when I I sat him down and I, I said, listen, I found something out and... Um, I need you to t- tell me if it's true because apparently you have a girlfriend I haven't known about and it's been seven months and he was silent and I was like, oh, fucker, I'm going to kill you, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. But he, he's like, yeah, yeah, and I haven't said anything because I didn't want to hurt your feelings, which started this whole other emotion in me because I, I was like, you know, I'm not even really mad about you having another girlfriend I'm mad because you've lied to me right. and I'm supposed to be your one of your best friends. And I think and a you've lot lied of people, to me for seven months. Yeah, and I think I, a lot of people do that thinking they're being nice. So many nice people are not fucking nice. Like I call them like nice but not nice. You know what I mean? It's like a nice, yeah. nice people don't know how to be fucking honest and they wind up being like not nice in the long run and they think I they're know. being nice, right? I really believe yeah, exactly. being nice, right? And, and see, the thing is, is that it actually, it ended up being a karmic lesson for me because my my ex-husband that I had been with, I had cheated on him and lied to him about it, not, in, not wanting to like hurt his feelings. And so it made me realize I actually didn't give him a chance to act any other way but pissed off and of angry and mad. Right. And that's exactly what I was feeling. And it, so it was a, a, it actually was ended up being a good thing that this happened because I learned something. Oh, I love um, that because that's always the way it is. And I'm glad that I didn't talk to you like right when it happened because you wouldn't have felt that way then. But it's no, been a and, and, <laughs> so Yeah, good. and the lesson kept on slamming me in the head until I actually um, ended up calling my ex-husband and giving him a very sincere, heartfelt apology. Oh, that's great. And as, after I did that, all my anxiety and... and um, like fear and like kind of jealousy around this whole other chick kind of just went away. Hmm. And so anyways, isn't that Scott and I, isn't that it is, it is. And it, it's, it's a good feeling. It was really freeing because maybe to have learned that were, lesson. Right. And maybe you were just sort of working out that shit with this guy. And it really wasn't like this intense thing with him. It was more something that you were working out with yourself. And once you sort of got closure on it for you, right. With yeah, with your, that you were able to completely let go of him. Yeah. Well, and I was, I, I was also able to like, because like you said, this happened a couple of weeks ago. And so I, you know, I went through the whole being pissed off thing and not so much that he has a girlfriend because that he lied. That he lied. I want my friends to be happy. And if it's, you know, if we're not a couple, we're not a couple, but don't lie to me. Uh-huh. Um, and so I had about a week before I went to Florida. Um, I went to Florida and spent, well, let me, I jumped too far. So anyways, I confronted him. And then a couple of days later, my friend with benefit asked me to go to a show in the city. And so I went with him and four of his guy friends and, um, you had a, a gangbang? No, sure. No, no. Oh, it was joking. supposed to be. No, it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be. He wanted it to happen, and I was like, "Yeah, that would be totally hot." You were but into I, it? Yeah, totally, totally. I 
totally want to do that. Okay. Anyways, so, anyways, I, I hooked up with one of his friends in front of my friend with benefit, which he was, like, totally turned on about, which is so weird because... Wait a second, wait a second. I don't think we touched on this in the last No, podcast. we didn't. Okay, we but didn't. Wait, so just but anyways, I have a friend with benefit. Yes. And, um... So no, but we how did the, the whole thing come up that you guys were talking about gangbangs and he said, okay, oh, I'm gonna because he called, yeah, he called and asked me to this show and he goes and four of my buddies will be there and, and you know, he's a perv, I'm a perv and that's why we, we just like to hook up every once in a while and, you know, do our thing. Yeah. And so he, he, he said, yeah, I want to see, I want to see you get fucked in front of, in front of me. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And he's like, really? And I'm like, Yeah. And so he tried to hook it up. Two of his friends kind of pussed out and they were just totally not into it. And, but, but wait, um, also, don't you really think, too, that the fact that you were reeling about this other guy, like, yeah, totally it, helped you not have even one thought about it? You were like, fuck yeah. You were like revenge fucking all those guys. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. I mean? That's what it, yeah, that's totally what it would have been. But it was also it was really timing. hot. It was good timing. It was for really him. good timing because yeah. it just, my impulsivity just went. And it was something that you wanted to do anyway. It's uh, yeah, not like you did yeah. something you didn't, but it gave you the sort of probably, I think, balls to just to fucking do it, just right? Fuck you. Yeah, fuah. fuck it. I'm doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was fun. And I was totally sober, right. you know, no drugs, no alcohol. So it was it was a good experience. Um, so it was just Did you sleep with him? Just hold on. My listeners like these stories, okay? Let's drag <laughs> it out a little bit, okay? Because we know what happened with the other guy, okay? He lied. He had a yeah. girlfriend. You know, but so this, how does it turn out that you get, like, where do you and the one guy wind up hanging out? Like, how does it, like, oh, what did that As happen? we're driving down the freeway in the car, and my friend with benefit was driving. Yeah, see, this, how could you not want to talk about this? Okay, this is interesting. <laughs> Why do you want to because get this? this is, uh, no. Because hear there's this. more to this story. Yeah, I know. This is more interesting. So, anyways, no, yeah, so we're driving down the freeway. As, it's equally as interesting. Okay, go on. <laughs> So we're driving down the freeway, and um, it was just me. Um, let's just call my friend. Whatever your friends are benefit. We don't whatever know anything. Yeah, my my fuck buddy, and his his buddy, mm-hmm. and uh, his buddy and I just kind of started getting it on in the back seat, and my my fuck buddy's driving, and um, yeah, it was it was pretty hot. I mean, you had sex fruit. with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like in the back seat? And, or the yeah, seat? in the back okay. seat. Uh-huh. No, in the back seat of the car. And he was driving. And, and, and he was driving and watching. <laughs> and then um, we got into the city and had a couple drinks. And then um, the other two guys showed up in the city. And they were just totally, like, not into They were just like, let's just watch the show. They were total dorks about it and um so me and my fuck buddy went back out to the car and messed around in the back seat and um went back into the show and because he was hot. like because he was like horny after seeing you oh. fuck his friend that he yeah. wanted to then have sex with you and you were horny because he's still right because he just saw you and that was the first time you did that so now you want to fuck him thinking about what you just did right so exactly exactly and and um you know, this had been like a two-day conversation. He had been trying to get me to go to this concert because I was trying to get out, of, get ready to go out of town. Uh-huh. And so he was like, come on, just go. And I'm like, I have too much to do. And then finally, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going. Right. So um, 
so it had been like a two day build up of like anticipating hot sex. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was hella horny. So you and, did it in um, the car. We did it in the car, and then, you know, we just went home. He dropped me off. I think he got busted by his girlfriend, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, he has a girlfriend, your booty call guy. Which is the other guy uh-huh. have a girlfriend or a wife or anything? Um, No. Okay. No. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I didn't hear from him for about a week, but I was in Florida when I did hear from him, and um, so. That's that. Okay, so go on. Yeah, so then I went to, um, I went to Florida and visited my um, friend there and had a really nice week there and some good sex there. Um, right. And the whole time I'm in Florida, Scott's texting me, I miss you, I wish you were here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, it's just the impossible. The one that has the girlfriend. He admitted yeah. he had a girlfriend. Yes. Did he give you any sort of things like, we're dating, but she doesn't live here, so it's not that serious? Like, did he give well, you any kind of gray area about that relationship like I he, expected him to? He kind of did. He he says, well, I didn't, I, you know, I, I also didn't say anything because I didn't really, I don't know what's going on, and I, I don't really understand what, what we're doing and I'm like so how many times have you seen her and he goes I've only seen her like three times in seven months and I'm like Scott you have I'm like, you have more of a relationship with me than you do yeah but you don't understand you, but you don't I'm understand like, stop it listen for a second okay can you hear me commitment yes. phobia 101 okay the guy that has commitment issues is going to feel more comfortable committing to somebody that he could only see three times in seven months than you the girl that's right fucking there don't you get it that's the I problem. get it I get it um and well then I think I mentioned last time we talked that you know my guy friends are all what is this guy gay she's insane you're hot and you know you know, you're fun. You like to fuck. You take care of people. Um, they're like, is he gay? And I'm like, I don't think so. But yesterday I was at my therapist and we were talking about it. And she goes, is he gay? <laughs> okay. And I'm all, I don't know. But I'm actually maybe considering that maybe it's, maybe it is. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, because look, I he's only know. getting laid by that girl three times if he's only seen her if, three if, times. He's not banging If they're you even getting right laid. Right, you don't know. Even and that if, could be the yeah. way. He might be latently homosexual. So that means like he doesn't even fucking know he is. You know what I mean? You don't I know. know. You don't know, know. nor do you want to. It's like it's so I complicated. Who cares what it is? Yeah, I don't even really care. And at this point, you know, I after I got back from Florida about a week. Uh, so I've been back a week. It's. I guess three weeks since we talked last. Um, I just this past weekend, I told him, I go, look, if we're going to be friends, then there needs to be some kind of rules because this was hurt, more hurtful than it ever should have been. And I don't want to hurt you the same way if, if and when I decide that I'm going to have a boyfriend or somebody that I want to call my boyfriend. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I don't think fuck buddies or random hookups really count as something that we need to tell each other. But if it comes to the point where somebody's going to be calling me girlfriend or you boyfriend, then I think it's time to share with your friend. Uh-huh. So feelings don't get hurt. And it's, and we're not feeling like we're lying to each other. I go, I don't need to know all the details of your life. But that's huge thing to lie about the thing is is he thought that a friend of his told me and I'm all 
No. A friend did tell you. I know. But I, a friend hinted around about it and I discovered the rest of it. You know, I just investigated. No, I thought you said the friend told you. He's got a girl. I thought I have, he has a girlfriend. he did tell me, but I didn't know who it was or anything, and I found out, you know. Right, but that I that's found a out the rest of it. You. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I'm like, no, no. But this and is it, the thing, though. This is the thing about getting hurt in these kinds of situations, <laughs> and this is for somebody on his side of things and somebody on your side of things. This is I don't know if you've ever listened to Doctor Guy's calls for that he calls in. My actually, friend. I haven't. Yeah. Okay. He's a, his shit is really interesting, but he plays this game with girls all the time, and I've dated a lot of guys that play this game, or fucked a lot of guys that play this game, and I've probably played this game too. This is the thing. Now, if you are having non-relationships with people, right, whether it's just friends and you're not fucking or friends with benefits, but you're not emotionally connected or whatever, you have to establish some sort of like boundaries, right? Because like when someone's saying to you, I don't want a relationship with you and I don't feel romantic with you and I don't want that with you or I don't want that with anyone, yet they're calling you every second of the day. They're seeing you all the time. You're sleeping in bed together. You're cuddling. You're doing everything but sort of putting it on paper and maybe having sex or there's something missing. You know what I mean? And then people are saying, but it doesn't mean anything. You know, that's like bullshit. And then somebody always gets hurt in that because you're crossing like the line do you know what I mean if you're not gonna be like fucking lovers and you're not gonna be dating then you shouldn't be probably doing as much as you are because that's what happens then you get so one person gets emotionally invested if you're like regular friends there would be no fucking problem if the one day a regular friend came and said hey I met somebody but if your friend that's supposed to be a regular friend is your fucking everything and it's exactly. all then it's like whoa you got a girlfriend you're gonna fucking leave me and then all these abandonment issues come up so but well, see, and exactly that and that's, all the time and that's what I'm still struggling with because it's like I feel like I put a lot more into this friendship than a regular friend would yeah but that's because but, you were getting something out of it too I mean you would well have and that. at the same time I still am because I as you can tell my I can be so impulsive on just drop of a dime that I could become really destructive to myself and having him as a friend kind of keeps me grounded in that you know no I don't understand you don't well, make okay. any sense yeah I know I'm not making any sense anyways so I can become really destructive to myself by like just going out random hookups and bringing guys home and sleeping around yeah, but drinking I mean, you don't, but I'm sorry and, but you can't put that power in somebody else like that's the work you need to thank god you see a therapist I, okay because, you, <laughs> I know, because huh? you need one okay because nobody needs to ground you you're a grown-ass woman okay if you well, can't I'm ground saying, yourself it kind of then stop no, it no no no, no, no. stop it's just not listen. no Kathy listen no you listen no he just it having somebody there that I am able to know is around keeps me in a place where I kind of um, stay more um, responsible to, for my own actions. Yeah, but that, than, that's like pretty not having okay anybody. but that's like really like I think you need to grow out of that and learn to stand on your own two feet and get all of that stuff from yourself and then everything else is just like because that's like not a natural thing to need from somebody like that's a that's a dysfunctional sort of 
thing that you have. That's why you were attracted to this guy. That's why you stayed with him. That's why you're still mad at him. Like, because you like needed him. It's not like you wanted him. And for something that you shouldn't need someone. I don't think there's anything wrong with needing people. I don't think there's something wrong with like needing companionship, needing love, needing a partnership. You know, that's normal stuff. But needing somebody to help you not do self-destructive things is. I know. Is the most, is a very wrong thing. And how old are you? I'm 48. Yeah, you're 48. And you did use, I mean, I wasn't going to bring this up, but because this sort of ties into that, you did use some sort of term in one of our emails that I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like your DWI or your narcotics, but like what was, there was some sort of like really sort of thing that you threw out there in one of our emails when we were scheduling. You're like, oh, because I had to go to court. What was it that you said? (gasps) Oh, no, no. Because, okay, me and my fuck buddy were out one night and we got pulled over and I was like, um... I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to jail. Because I didn't know if I had a warrant out for my arrest. Right, that was it. You had a warrant yeah. for your arrest. No, you I used thought I words. did. All right, but yeah. wait, why would you even, uh, why is warrant for your arrest even a part of your fucking vocabulary? <laughs> you might just be one big because fat ass. What is I, this? Because, okay, my old roommate's mother was elderly. She was like eighty or something at the time and um my roommate's brother lived there and was selling drugs out of the house the house was getting raided and i you know went over stupidly to make sure that the mother was okay while the you know i called the roommate and they said your mom's house is getting raided and um so i was standing there waiting and the cops just fucking hassled me all right let me ask and, you this did you know and the i got arrested and i um to they didn't honest, find no, any but- drugs no, 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 listen, they, did you know that they were dealing drugs? Were you doing drugs at that house? No. Like, okay. No, I so wasn't. So you weren't a part of any of it at all? No, I wasn't. I was actually at the post office across the street and saw it all going down and called my roommate. Okay, so then and why went, did you get arrested if you were at the post office? Um, Because the cops snatched my phone, went through my phone. But how, no, 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 what stop. Give it back? I stop. know. I'm like, fucking and then, Judge and Judy, then I shut got the angry. fuck I up. I got angry shut and I kicked the cop in the head. I don't even know you and I'm talking to you like my best friend. This is how I talk to my friends. Okay, listen to me. I know. Stop. But no, no, no. I know. Shut totally up. You just said you're not. Years no, ago. no, you don't listen. Could you stop? You were like, you just said I'm at the post office. How did uh-huh. the cops get you at the post office? Okay, I was at the post office house. right across the street from the how did they get your house okay so how did the cops find you because i went across the street to make sure that the mother was okay when you saw the cops there so the cops are there they're being fucking raided your brain says oh let me go over there to find Uh out what's going on okay no not to find out what's going on to make sure this 83 year old woman who okay but why did you get arrested then when you went there didn't you say i'm just here to check on the the the, the I did, and then, but I got a little belligerent because they like snatched my phone out of my hands, took my keys from my, from my car away, um, went across the street, searched my car, found nothing mm-hmm. except for ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. Um, then they, because I wanted my phone back, and I was demanding my phone back, I was demanding my keys back. They were like, "Well, you're." Um, resisting our search and I'm like I have no part of this so anyways long story short they uh 
arrested me. And during that scuffle, I basically cop kicked one of the cops in the head. So I know. You're so like, I am uh, Luann from New York. Oh my God. Housewives. It's horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. And it was a big mistake. But um, anyway, so it got pled down to uh, fighting in public. <laughs> Okay, but why did they have a warrant and out for your arrest? Like, a, what did you do that you didn't follow fine, up with this? There's a fine that I haven't fully paid. Right. And I was like, I don't know about this because I don't know if it's gone into a warrant status or not. And so my friends benefit and I were out one night and we got pulled over and I'm like, fuck. So, um... I gave him my card and I'm like, get me out. <laughs> He's like, oh my God. And I'm sitting in the passenger seat with a trench coat and uh, very little else on underneath. And I'm like, I can't believe this is going to happen to me. But he came back. I don't have a warrant, so I'm good. So wait, you had <laughs> nothing on underneath the trench coat? Why not? Where were you I going? Well, I had very little on. I had a very skimpy outfit on. Because you were going out to like the clubs or something? No, no. We were just... Out, uh, we just had had some Somewhere. sex, and where? we had gone out. What kind of where? sex? Where were you driving? Car from? sex. We had car sex. <laughs> oh, because he has a girlfriend, so you're always doing it, like yeah. in the car. Is that what or, it is? Or in either in the car or at my house. But my 18 year old daughter was home, and okay. Um, so you, so, so you guys got in the car. You wore a really skimpy yeah. outfit to turn him on, or whatever. Put your trench coat on. No one knew. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Plus, it's easier. If you don't oh my have god, that would have been so on. great if you did have the warrant for your rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been a whole other show. Positive. But yeah. it was that sucked, and I'm like, get me out. So I gave him my card, gave him my pin, and you were okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're fine. a little bit of a mess, Shelly, for your age. I, I know. You're too old to be that much of a mess. I'm I'm too old Sorry to, to have say, this much to mess. Clean up your I know. Act. You, I know. Like I, that, that getting busted for that situation, like some people could say, oh, you were a victim, cop brutality, and cops no, can be no. sometimes, but like you like are just attracted to this gar- nonsense. Like, you know I what I mean? Am. You were at the I post am. office, you could have been on your way, but you like, like a fly on yeah. shit, you just are, was in there and then you got in trouble and then you get a war. Like, it's uh-huh. really, this is, should yeah. not be happening in your life. I know. And you should pay I that know. fine seven years later. I mean, this is like ridiculous. <laughs> And then to hold on to a guy that is gay, probably, because you can't keep your legs closed to other guys. I don't know. Like, you know, know. you're a big fat mess. I know. I am a mess for for all intents and purposes. You know, probably this is what happens a lot of times. You were in that long-term relationship for a really long time. And maybe like in all that time, you had a daughter, right? She's 18. Like maybe you didn't do the work on yourself that you needed to do, but you could do it now and you are in therapy. I, I think that's great. Yeah, I didn't do it for a long time. Like, I was married to my first husband for yeah. 15 years, and then I was married to my second husband for, oh, uh, right. we yeah. were together for 12 years. Mm-hmm. So, for most of my yeah, one adult anchor, life, one I false had... anchor to another false anchor exactly, to another false exactly. anchor, and here you are just as damaged as you were before your first fucking anchor, and that just shows you that you can't sweep shit under the table. Nothing will solve your problems. The problems no. that you have that need to be solved cannot be solved by a man. They need to be I solved know. by you, Shelly, fake name Shelly. That's your fake name, but you know what I mean? Like, it's you. You need to get yourself to you know act the way you want to act you can't be you know what i'm saying and then you wouldn't have these like 
bullshit relationships and stuff. I know. And that's all I have right now are bullshit relationships and you need to put, you know. listen, listen, I don't have a relationship and I'm okay. Like, I mean, no one, nobody needs a relationship to be happy. Some people do are really happy in a relationship. Neither one is right or wrong, but where you're at is wrong. Do you know what I mean? Where you're in these relationships are bullshit because you're in them for the wrong reason and they're not exactly. Right. It, I, I'm learning and I'm, I'm learning that, um, I don't, I, I seek out men to try to make myself feel whole and it just doesn't work. No. Of course they are fun, but, um, yeah, all that it just fun becomes, and temporary. It becomes but it, work. Mm-hmm, it right. becomes work, and and it's, and look, uh, you got hurt. You got brutally hurt. I've I've been there, and I've done that, and that's like you know. It, it, but it's like you're a li- like, you know, before you used to marry the guy. At least this guy, you didn't get in that deep. You know what I'm saying? And, well, yeah, right. And, um, but you need totally. to get over him, and I think the more you look at yourself and your shit. You could really just like forgive him and move on because this has nothing oh, to do with him. He actually out his actually, own dysfunction. Actually, I did. I told him, you know, I, I, I forgive you. It's not that I've forgotten it, but I'm not going to dwell on it and I'm not going to be mad about it. But if you ever do it again, I'm going to punch you. Yeah, but he can't do it again to <laughs> you if you have proper well, boundaries no. with him and you don't have exactly. a fake relationship with him again. And you exactly, start to, and that's to what I told yourself. him. I said, I said, you know. There's no reason to lie to your friends. And yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. It's deeper than that. Like, you you don't need to lie to yourself, okay? It was very obvious in that first conversation that, like, what you and that guy had was not going to turn into something. Like, it was obvious, right? There was all these signs, but you didn't want to see them because what he was giving you was something that, like, you were very needy of, right? Like, you said yeah. it. So, it's mm-hmm. like, so it lasted for as long as it did. But the good news is that you got to a point where you weren't, happy with it anymore which is a good thing so maybe it's a time in your life where you're really ready to learn how to give yourself all these things that you're looking for other people to give you and then you could have a great relationship you're a relationship person then you could have a great relationship with somebody it doesn't even mean that you can't have a good relationship with somebody three months from now it is good that you're working on yourself but you need to figure out how to you know get this like to clean up your act to get your feet on the ground and become a more like sort of responsible together drama free fucking person. I know and that I, know, I gotta tell I, you I start feeling restless when I don't have that drama and I think I seek it out and that's why I yeah. make so many it does there's like a feeling of peace that you decisions. don't have within yourself I exactly have, I have been you and I'm not you for a long time because I quit alcohol 14 years ago I think it's 15 yeah. it's gonna be 15 years this May so that's awesome yeah it is great and I have to tell you that the difference between having your fucking feet on the ground and being a grounded person and feeling like inner peace and inner wholeness and not feeling that way is like night and day and you really like deserve it for your like you really need to work on yourself to get to that place because there's no reason for you to live the rest of your life like this because there will be such an improvement in your life 
when you sort of fill up that hole and fix the things about yourself and get a little peace, inner peace, you know what I mean? And get your feet on the ground and clean up all your messes and stay more focused and grounded for yourself within yourself. And then you don't need a man to do that. And then you don't pick up these damaged people. Your last guy with your husband was a fucking mess. You're oh, a fucking yeah. mess. This guy's a fucking closeted gay guy, or who knows what he I does. No what is the idea. Pl- what's wrong with his girlfriend? Th- you know that lives. St- well, that's what I'm like. Damn. <laughs> well, she's no better than you. I mean, she's as available well, as you are. But you know what I'm uh, saying? It's just like attracts like. So yeah, you know, forget about yeah. him and keep working on yourself. You got a good therapist? Oh yeah, she's awesome, and she's she's. Uh, How long you been seeing her for? Well, I total for about three years, but uh-huh. I, I just actually went back into therapy. Um, right. So you stopped about, for a while. About, yeah, I did stop for a while, but I just went back in about a month before I called you. Yeah, that's good. I so love therapy. I think this is actually calling in, talking to you and getting this out there is just kind of like part of that whole like closure and and figuring it out for myself type of thing. Yeah, I think that that's great. And it's also like you're learning things about yourself in the process and that's what it's all about. And that's like the good news is you're like self-aware enough to see those things clearly as well. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. it's really good. And you'll learn, you'll get even more out of this whole thing when you listen back to it. And what I think would be really, was will be really great for you is like, two years from now, you know, when you listen back to this person, if you keep up working on yourself and going to this therapist, you should never stop going to this therapist for at least a year. And you should maybe go two times a week if you could afford it. But like, you know, if you really focus and really get in to yourself and your therapy and trying to fix yourself and stay away from, you know, whatever, if you real and you listen back to this person like a year, two years from now, like you'll be like, wow, like I've changed so much. Like who is that girl? You know what I mean? Yeah. it'll, It'll help you. And so the good news is these podcasts live on the internet forever. You'll have that to listen back. So hopefully, like I said, when you listen back, you'll get even more from it. Hopefully you'll keep working on yourself and you know, at least we know that that relationship is over. It didn't go anywhere. And you're, you know, on your way to sort of having a better relationship with yourself. I'm trying to. Yeah, to I'm end. hoping. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying hoping. to put an and end to this story. The end okay, is, well, let's yeah. just end it. And I will call you in a couple of years. <laughs> no, well, let me keep me posted if any, like if there is a warrant out for your arrest and you wind up arrested, if you have gang bangs and fuck up like really bad before you get clean or which I would I am, prefer. Kathy, yeah. I am clean. Okay, I actually good. don't drink. No, I mean cleaned up like all this mess like, shit, you know. My emotional mess. <laughs> yeah, like all this stuff. Like you just gotta, yeah. you know, become like maybe just like become a little bit more like mature. Right? Emotionally mature. Exactly. Oh, right? totally. So that's the totally. work I'm talking about. And so hopefully what I would rather is that eight months from now, you email me and say, oh my God, like I feel totally different. I've been working on myself, like blah, blah, that kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Well, I will keep you updated. All right. Keep Thank me you updated. for um, the opportunity <laughs> and all your advice. It's been helpful. 
All right, awesome. I'm glad. That's what I. That's why I started my podcast. I love doing this. I'm sorry for it screaming is, at awesome. you, but I felt comfortable no, with you okay. enough to do it. I told you, like that's how I talk to my friends. Is like I feel comfortable with you. I don't, you know, it's like that's my way of helping. That's why I'm not a therapist because I would be fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's all good. I appreciate it. And all right, cool. Um, thanks for the opportunity. Have a great day. You too. Bye, Shelley. Bye. Bye. Hmm. Uh, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.